You know, you know, one one of my airmen made me the mod for his uh, stream. Nice. And I didn't realize how detailed, like, the information the mods get. Because you yeah. got, like, five different windows and stuff like that or whatever that, like, mm-hmm. really details. And it's, it'll, it'll be, like, Nightbot will be like, hey, here's a comment or whatever that's suspicious and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. I, I didn't realize it went so, that There's a lot that goes on. In the background or whatever. You're mm-hmm. a mod in my channel. What do you mean you don't know? But I've never used the mod view. I've been a mod <laughs> in your channel for, like, eight years. That's fair. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail this. No, you're right good. Right out the gate. You're good. <laughs> right out the gate. Ah, <laughs> uh, boys. Boy. It's been a crazy week, but what do y'all been playing, if anything? Ooh, boy. Uh, you know what? I put some time into Halo, man. I've been playing some Master Chief Collection. Uh, yeah. I didn't know how much I needed a game of big team battle snipers in my life oh my until God, I played yeah. it. So good. So good. I miss it. Stands up even today. I miss being good at it. Cody, let's get in there. You've got <laughs> uh, it downloaded. We might have to. Tim never will. It's just you know what? You know what? Actually, I, I thought I think I have it. In... But like, I... remember last time when we tried to play it? It was like you don't have any of these games installed. I'm like, I installed the whole fucking right. thing. So That's Tim, the thing. Tim, you did ask me if I played on computer earlier. I now that I think about it, I did not. I tried to play on computer. It's mm. still not installed. Right, even though I've hit the like install nonsense, so I just played it on my Xbox. I just said fuck it. It's kind of kind of what you should do with Halo anyway. Right. Nothing wrong with that. So, you um, been playing anything, Tim? I've been playing the off? hell out of Wesnoth. Today I installed a bunch of like add-ons. Oh, but Wesnoth for those who don't know, Battle for Wesnoth, turn-based strategy game, kind of fantasy setting. No, not kind of, very fantasy setting. And been playing the hell out of it. Today I installed a bunch of like custom factions and stuff essentially to play with um one of them was a world war ii mod so i got to beat the fuck out of nazis so that was cool yeah it was actually fun there's like tanks and stuff like it's actually pretty cool um how many of the mods were uh warhammer there are none which is kind of disappointing we gotta gotta make a 40k mod because like it's a perfect it's a perfect like baseline for it it really should have it oh yeah although if i'm gonna play Wesnoth 40k, I might as well just go play Gladius because it's basically the same thing. Um, um, and then I also uh, played Fallout 4 a little bit. Which is a good segue to the Frontier thing. But it is a good segue to that. We'll get back to I, that. I really, think, I really think, though, you should probably explain what Wesnoth is to begin with. Uh, so, I did. It's a turn-based oh. strategy game that is... Um, I mean, there's not really... Three. You start with and the base, amazing. you create your your characters. Like I, it's a lot of fun. I actually, I do highly recommend it. It came out in two thousand two. It's a free to play game. It's you can play it on mobile. You can play it on mobile. Yep, you can play it okay. on your cell phone if you want. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an Android version. I think there's an iPhone version too. Um, completely community supported. It is still receiving like updates and balance changes to this day. It's right. been almost twenty years. Like, Wesnot like is a great game. type thing. 
Yeah, yeah, and Dwarf Fortress is eventually coming to Steam too. But eventually, it's been it's been on the Steam page for over a year. Yeah. As a coming soon thing, um, I guess. What about uh, you, Cody? Uh, so I was kind of explaining this to y'all earlier. I didn't really get into anything this week. I was in a weird mood. It's since like last weekend, right? Like I could, I wanted to delve into like an RPG ish or something that I could, something that I could only kind of pay attention to while doing other things, right? Listening to stuff right. or whatever. And normally for me, that's like Total War Warhammer. Or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Something in that realm of Civ or something like that. And I tried. And just nothing grabbed my interest. And I was like, well, this fucking sucks. But I just thought about this. Um, guess what's on Humble Bundle this this month, Tim? Uh, what? Warhammer Chaos Bane. Yeah. I haven't, and, I, ha- I picked it up. And, and there's that... Uh, I don't remember the title of the game, but it's got the monkeys on the front. What the fuck's the name oh, of it? Oh, um, um... Shit. The monkey game. Yeah. You know, Donkey yeah. Kong. I literally... I, I just went through, like, a week ago. Like, I've been playing Hitman, Hitman Go from there. Um, what is it? What's it called? I'm just going to pull my email. Be prepared to see me go Ma- to heaven. Mankind? Yes, so Mankind. Ancestors, yeah. the Humankind Odyssey. Oh. Is what it is. oh, there you go. Oh, there's yeah. There's two games that are very similar, by the way. This one is like you, you, it's you play, I believe it's first person through it, and then there's a strategy mm-hmm. one that's coming out at some point that's like kind of the same deal. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't the first person one looked cool, but they actually have some pretty decent games on Humble Bundle this month. Warhammer Chaos Bane has is, is always been one of those games I've been interested about, but everything I hear about it is like it's not worth $40 or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, so I was just like, well, I'm I won't get it, I'll just. I, I did I did try playing Diablo three for a little while, and then I was just like I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know, right. like nothing. Just that, it was just a weird week. That uh, seems like a game that's perfect for just mindless play. Well, it would be if I could use both my hands. Instead, I have my daughter looking. Look, I'm like holding her with one hand, and she's like attacking my keyboard, right? And I'm like, stop it, stop it. So you like, need a switch game so you can just like hold her and use the Joy Cons. Yeah, or really... there's a there's a program you can download on your computer that allows you because you can use a a switch Joy-Con with your computer, but like it'll register as two separate controllers. Right. There's right. an uh, a free program that you can download that will fix that, so you can use your Joy-Con properly. Oh, I think your... we talked about this off. Yeah, I love that. You should if you should link us that because I do want to try that out. If I can find it, I will. Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the other solution to that is pay a hundred dollars for a Razer Jungle Cat. No. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, because I looked it up this week. Mm-hmm. The highest-grossing media franchise ever is Pokemon. Oh. We talked about Pokemon versus Star was it Wars close? last week. I didn't even look at like how close it was. Right? Sure. I just it just Googled yeah. highest highest-grossing media franchise, and the only reason I I thought about it is because y'all know who Gary Vee is. Like yeah. the famous entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. He does this, so he does. He's doing this Facebook uh, series series of videos called uh, "Overvalued, Undervalued," and Pokemon came mm-hmm. up, and he said supremely undervalued. He's like, go look up the greatest the, or the most gross, the highest grossing media franchises of all time, and it's Pokemon. I was like, holy shit, like that's crazy Dang. to think about, and it's also the whole reason why. Like I'm going on a rant a little bit here, but it's also the reason why we don't ever see significant change in anything. 
Because it just sells. It's stupid. Right. People just buy it. People just keep buying it. Keep pre-ordering stop those sa- games. Stop saying shut up and take my money and say shut up and fix my game. This damn it. This Show me damn. Okay. This list is different than I expected. There's one franchise on it that I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. I looked up the list. Do you guys want to hear the list? Yeah, yeah. what's the top five? So top five, number one, Pokemon. $90 yep. billion dollars estimated. Yep. Number two, uh, uh, Hello Kitty. Oh. Yeah, so, I didn't expect that. Apparently, the Japanese like to spend a lot of money on media franchises because I don't. I think Hello Kitty's popular not, enough everywhere, but like, what's super popular? It's not like they can make money off their military. Fair. Uh, the next one takes me by surprise, and this will get the podcast banned in China. Winnie the Pooh. Oh. <laughs> That is kind of surprising. I thought that was, you know. You think it'd be like Mickey Mouse? Winnie the Pooh is number three. Mickey Mouse and Friends is number four. Yeah, Hmm. I could see Mickey Mouse being in the top five. And then Evergreen. The only one that I would have guessed is Star Wars. I would have probably guessed Pokemon in my top five. I wouldn't have put it number one. No. Um. They really do branch out into everything, though. Yeah. They do. You know, you know, Pokemon Go has to have a huge hand at this point. Yeah, I think that's kind of like that was kind of like how the Wii was right. like everyone's a gamer now. Pokemon right. Go was like everyone loves Pokemon. It kind Ooh. of revived the franchise, I feel like, for a lot of the older folks that had fallen off. Because um, I feel like that's when I got back into it. I saw Pokemon Go came out. I was like, this is great. And then I got into Sun and Moon and it's just kind of yep. like kept going from there. But as a 30 year old man, I want more. I want an actual game, not half shocked. of a game. You deserve more. I am shocked that Mario's not on the list. Oh, that's that's a good one. Hmm. Oh, Mario's way down the list. Mario's in the ten to twenty billion dollar range, so it's still made a shitload of money. But like, not it's a <laughs> but but it's I a just, ninth just, of what Pokemon's made. Right, but I just wow. want to just just think about it. Nintendo has a hundred and ten billion dollars in two franchises. two franchises. What about Legend of Zelda? Just out of curiosity. I don't feel like it'll be as high, but I'm just wondering. It, won't be on it might not be on the list at all. Yeah. Because that's their top three, right? Pokemon, Mario, and Zelda. League of Legends is on the list. It's probably the newest thing on the list. Me. It's at 11.8 billion. Speaking of League of Legends, hey, this is something else. Don't be surprised if Tencent makes a huge acquisition of from a huge company. Or of a huge company. A.K.A. Oh, yeah. On the level of an EA or a Take Two, or something. There might be of that, that corporate effect. takeover happening, dude. It, 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 no, I'm dead serious. Like, just because I have ten cent stock, right? So I kind of follow them. They're they're saying that they're setting aside a lot of money to acquire something in a, in the United States. So no, they're not gonna buy EA. If they're talking about buying Take Two, they can definitely buy what, EA. What they would do in a situation like that is they would buy a substantial share in a because that's what they've done time right, and time an again. Host, like they own it, a good a chunk of Riot. What, what do they own the controlling stock in Riot? I think they yeah, own fifty one. They own fifty one percent of Riot, so they own Riot. They right, they have right, the right. deciding. Right. They they probably wouldn't do that for EA, but they would get. Probably forty percent of it if they wanted it. They wouldn't get a controlling share though. 
You see, you say that. Take take two, they might. Take two, they might. You, you but do I don't think they would for is bigger than EA, right? I can tell you, take two stock price right now. It's like two hundred something dollars. Okay, it's stock EA price like and its size are not the same thing. It's easier. You you think it's easier to buy two hundred dollars shares compared to ninety dollars shares? It's still not the same thing. That's how you control the you control those companies. I understand. You buy the, I understand, but your price, the stock price. And the size of the company, the value of the company overall, are not the same thing. Well, I guess I you can you can Google it, but I'm I'm just saying Take Two. I'm pretty sure is considered a larger company than EA at this point. It might be, but I don't know. I didn't think they were. It, might, it wasn't back in the day. I didn't I didn't realize it until I really started looking into it. But Take Two is gigantic. I didn't understand all yeah, that. Take but it Take is. Two's big. Like they're on a lot of things. But um, before we keep going on all this, I do. We kind of teased it. So when I said Fallout 4 and we talked about it, like um, one thing that was kind of news to me that wasn't, we, we didn't talk about it beforehand, was uh, we talked about the Frontier mod last week and how it looked really cool. We were waiting for it to come to Steam before we downloaded it because we couldn't be bothered with uh, with Vortex. Right. And it's been pulled down because apparently one of the developers, one of the artists working on the mod, um a bunch of like i i assume that it was like their deviant art or whatever uh they found like a bunch of like child porn on it like not like legit child porn but very suggestive art of children so pretty much child porn uh so they pulled the mod for now while they decide what to do about that it's interesting that they pulled the whole mod down. Yeah. But yeah, that, I guess. that was a thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Trying to avoid any connotation with that person. Yeah. Which I don't blame them. Yeah, definitely. Well, you'll play it eventually, Tim. It'll happen eventually. One day. I wanted to play it, too. That was, uh, that was actually a game I was waiting on after I learned about it. I was like, oh, it's going to come to Steam, and I'm going to throw some time into that bitch because... New Vegas is the only Fallout I've ever actually beaten. So mm-hmm. um, so I figured I'd spend a lot of time in it. And then... Nope. nope. Just had to put candy porn on your fucking shit! Can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. Because you just had to put kitty porn on there, man. I don't... I can't understand why you do it. But anyway... Why does anyone so, yeah. do it? I don't know, dude. It just blows my mind. Like, why? I, I don't know. I am here to kink shame about this. It's a bad kink. Don't do it. Yeah. We do kink yeah, shame. No, in these no one supports that. I mean, most things are. Look, most things are say what's it, it's whatever. You start talking about this. No, not anymore. <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know either. If that's a kink or a mental illness of some kind. Yup. It's not good. Any hoozy. So we're going to anyway, move past that. <laughs> Just Let's go on to talk about video games. So since we're already talking about stocks, do we want to hit GameStop real quick and how it like yeah, broke it. the fucking internet? Yeah. Yeah. Give us the Yeah, are you guys familiar with what's going on? Out yes. Of curiosity? I've been t- keeping tabs a little bit, yeah. Okay, so basically what happened is 
there's this uh, dude on Reddit called Deep Fucking Value. And he noticed that there was some companies, some hedge funds, that had um, shorted a stock, which is, if you don't know what a short is, is basically they were selling stocks that they didn't actually have. And that's the thing you can do in the stock market. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't completely understand how that works, but that's just ba- the basic definition. Is they're selling stocks they don't have, right? So the way it works is, um, let's say I'm a broker you're a hedge fund investor right. you are borrowing a stock from me and selling it right and you now owe me a stock right you don't right. owe me the cash that you're selling it for you owe me right. that stock so what you do is you buy it for three dollars right you or you buy it for yeah you buy it for like three bucks you yeah, sell it yeah. for like five bucks they get right. that stock back, you get $2 profit. Right. Right. So that that's like, kind of how that works. They get that $3 back, but they don't get the, the profit over that. So that that's shorting mm-hmm. a stock. And so all of these companies were like, they bought it low, these hedge funds, and then Reddit. God bless your heart. So so the, the thing that confuses me about all that is like, who the fuck are you selling that stock to if it's not with the broker, right? That's what I, that's the part, like, I'm wondering who's the third party that's getting the stock, right? That's Random. what I don't, or, yeah, like, that's the part that gets me. But anyways, that's besides the point. Basically, some hedge funds had shorted GameStop an extra 40%, so it was 140% over, which, well, 40% over the amount of shares that were available, right? This dude, Deep Fucking Value on Reddit, basically went, this is bullshit. You know what happens if uh, if we pump up that stock price is that they have to cover. So basically, in Tim's example, if you bought it for three dollars, right, and before you could sell it for five, the stock price goes up, right, and all of a sudden that stock is now worth ten dollars. You have to cover that seven dollars somehow. So right. you're gambling. I mean. Basically, so the stock market, yes, the past like few days has turned into a straight fucking casino and I have been on that ride and I, there was a chance I could have sold and made an extra couple hundred bucks for about 30 seconds and I didn't pull the trigger. Dumb, dumb decision by me. But anyways, hands. Yeah. Look, I got diamond hands because I'm still holding that fucking stock right now. I had 200 Mm. shares in that bitch. I also have Dogecoin. Because why the yeah, fuck not? I heard it's a, a few meme. People snapping it, that up too. You know, it's a meme coin. It's never. It's not meant to do anything. It's. It's funny. not meant to, but it got really valuable for a second there. It, it's still like I'm still up on that. I put like forty bucks into it, and I have like forty five dollars. You know, because it's gone up from where I bought it. But anyways, yeah. um, so basically, so Reddit ended up just like, yeah, we're just gonna shoot this shit straight to the fucking moon. Like, deep fucking value was like, I'm just going to... He threw $50,000 into this, right? And then wow. he somehow convinced all these people on Reddit to be like, this is fucking bullshit. And they all just started buying GameStop, dude. So GameStop mm-hmm. went from, like, 2 or $3 to $60, right? And that's already a huge jump, right? And then... And then... Elon Musk t- tweeted about it, right? <laughs> that shit... Yep. Just, this, if Elon Musk talks about anything on Twitter, 
it immediately gains value. He doesn't have to buy it. He just has to speak its name. Machine. And it's it's so that shit just went straight to the moon. Straight to the moon, which is a new term that I've learned this week. Straight to the moon is what they're talking about with stocks. But anyways, shit just zoomed, right? So um so the hedge funds have to then cover when GameStop went from two to three dollars to now five hundred dollars. And they have to cover that four hundred and ninety eight, four hundred and ninety seven dollars <laughs> or whatever it was. Bankrupt. Um literally hedge funds died. There was a total loss of seventy billion that I saw as of the other day. Um and deep fucking value turned his fifty thousand dollars into fifteen million. So Damn. but it Damn. basically just like so but then it then it turned into a whole new thing. Because on Thursday, it was supposed to continue rising. And they were going to start pumping even more stocks, which is where AMC comes in. Um, the stock I was talking about earlier, Sundial, which is a weed company. I love my weed stocks. Um, but they were talking about pumping up AMC and Sundial and Nokia. There was like 15 stocks total that people were just going to start throwing money into. And some of them already yeah. had shares of. So I was like, fuck yeah, do it. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Um, and then uh, we saw, and this is like heavy, really, this is probably heavier than what we normally talk about. Um, we saw a straight manipulation of the market. You saw the, uh, the, the things that re- retail investors use, which is your daily Joe Schmo, um, start making it impossible. Like you could not buy the said stocks anymore, right? You right. could only sell. And when you sell, it immediately shorts, or not shorts, but it immediately devalues the position, right? Everybody that starts selling, it starts devaluing the stock. Mm-hmm. So basically, all you could do is devalue the stock or hold it, right? Well, in this time frame, this gave the hedge funds and stuff that had lost money time to get out because they didn't have to cover as high anymore. This, that, the other mm-hmm. thing. So it's turned into a pretty big deal. The government's involved now, you know? Yep. AOC tweeting about it. Yep, AOC. You, look, you had AOC and Donald Trump Jr. Ag- agreeing on things, so yeah, you know you done fucked up, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I'm a I was using Robinhood. I'm going to be moving from Robinhood to, to Weeble, um, because Robinhood was is the main one right. that a lot of people use. Right? It's it it, it had mm-hmm. like a four or five star on the App Store, which this is a whole other thing. But Google deleted 100,000 negative reviews of Robinhood to bring it up from the one star back to a four star, which is right. ridiculous. Yeah. Could what, you imagine Metacritic over... doing some shit like that? Yeah. That's, that's the equivalent, right? I can, I can imagine them doing that because they almost did it for The Last of Us. Right. Mm. So, I mean, it's just... It's just, you know, it's just, once again, can we, can we popping, just, we popping the illusion. the irony? Of Robin Hood stealing right. from the rich, right. I giving didn't even to the think poor, about saying, it. Right. "Nope, you can't oh. do that anymore." Nope, nope. So bad, dude. Yikes, man. Uh, um, I didn't even realize that until I was reading an article about it. And somebody pointed out. I was like, "That's so fucking true, dude." Like, yeah. absolutely. And so now it has brought up the question, though, with so many retail investors, right, investing nowadays. Is there a liquidity problem when something like that happens for the company, right? Because they have to cover this stuff, right, to, for it to keep going in the background. Um, because even Coinbase um, stopped selling coins 
That's their whole market. They stopped selling coins today or yesterday or something like that for a little while. They had to like halt it for some reason. And part of it is because Dogecoin is just fucking been getting bought and sold. I looked on Binance yesterday. I don't know if I don't know if you guys even know what any of the fuck this shit is. But I looked on Binance yesterday. It had three billion transactions on just the US market. I'm not even talking about like they got there's like four different markets for coins. It's crazy. So like there's a lot of transactions and stuff going on. Like these retail investors are like just throwing money left and right. I don't know where the fuck all this mm-hmm. money's coming from, people. But it's it's been crazy. But it's popping the illusion once again that we live in a free market, that we live in a democracy where we have a chance. Cause it basically just turned into, oh, the little guy's making money because the 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 tactic that these Reddit users use is a tactic that's continuously used by hedge fund managers all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? So it just it's it's literally Somebody said this the other day before I realized it, before I dove into this, but it's literally class warfare is what it is. Yeah. On a, on like a, it, but it's like being actually like looked at and talked about. It's not just something like a glass ceiling that you hear about or, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Here's so, the, the perfect analogy of it to me is Wall Street, we're all sitting at a blackjack table. Wall Street before were the guys who knew how to count cards and not get caught. Now everybody else learned how to count cards and they're like, Hey, that's cheating. That's, yes. that's cheating. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. There was some old, old dude. And the casino says you're right. And the right. casino goes, Oh yeah. All right. Hey, Hey, ah, uh, he is cheating. Well, you were yeah. too, but <laughs> you're cool. I know you. Right. Mm-hmm. There was, it, it was funny. There was an old dude on fucking, uh, one of the media and the main media outlets like Fox or CMS, NBC or something like that going off. Cause he was like, this is just people sit around getting those government checks and using them to attack the wealthy. It's bullshit. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, bro, <laughs> most of these people would beat your ass. <laughs> like, like attacking the wealthy. I know. I was just, I, it was, it was a very, unbelievable statement that i heard i was like because i look i'm not rich Absurd. i'm well off you know what i mean the military pays me well for doing very simple tasks but i'm not rich by any means you know what i mean and i was just looking at that and i was like what the fuck like i don't know so it was crazy it really did it shook up the world and it's just funny that gamestop was basically the the this the tip of the spear for this that's turned into like a little bit of a uh a mini revolution, you know what I mean? There's no like physical stuff going on, you know what I mean? But it's just like yeah. the the little guy kind of revolting against the the hedge fund managers and the big money makers in Wall Street and stuff like that. It was it was just funny to see GameStop be the, the tip of the spear of that. It was I don't right. know. It was it's, it's so weird for it to be GameStop. It is. Since that's it's been a part of like our lives as gamers forever, <laughs> right. pretty much. Right. And I saw somebody say something the other day like um Oh, GameStop stock's worth five hundred dollars. Uh, you know, they'll they'll buy they'll they'll buy your hedge fund for like twelve fifty or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that traded value. Yeah, the traded value is just like, oh, that's, that's, that that that's that a cool twelve fifty. So I don't know. It was just uh, it it's crazy. It's a just it's yeah. just a crazy world we're living in. Um, but it's something that everybody I think should really be paying attention to. Um. Absolutely. Because it's definitely it's, uh, popping that illusion. 
a little bit. Yeah. Times are volatile, and uh, that's the best time to affect change. That's true. Um, I've always been fascinated by the concept of, like, in America, our jobs are basically advertised as, yeah, we're not going to pay you a shit ton, but we'll give you health care and uh, 401k so someone can play with your money. And I don't know how the companies will just, like, match your contributions. I can only imagine how much money they get out of that deal, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of murky shit in there that's just disgusting to me. So I do have a TSP. And I have a TSP and I have an American Century account and then I also do Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do Robinhood more so I can learn, right? And this is a perfect yeah. time. One, one, this is a perfect time, time to learn. Two, if you have not been investing before this, do not start investing right now because shit is fucked. <laughs> like, do not <laughs> jump into this waters right now, all right? I've been doing it about the past year, and this past year is also really weird because, be, because of the pandemic, a lot of shit tanked in last March, right? And now it's coming back up. Yeah. Like, everything's basically Depending been going Depending on up. what you invested in, it either got really valuable or it tanked. Honest, honest, honestly, you could have thrown a dart at 10 stocks and half of them probably rose a lot, yeah. like a lot, a lot. Like, it's especially just... anything tech-related. If you invested yes. in anything tech-related last spring, you made a lot of money. If you invested in yes. anything, oh, yeah. like, manufacturing-related last spring, you lost a lot of money. Yes. So. Which is why, A, I will say Ford is only 10 bucks. Speaking <laughs> of a lot. Ford... And Elon Musk. Yeah, look. You say say bye bye to boring long car rides. Finally, right? Most expensive game console you'll ever buy. Yeah, so Tesla can now run The Witcher Three, coming to a house near you. How you're gonna power <laughs> that shit? I have no idea, but you could right. you can buy the most expensive game console ever. <laughs> They're going to have a lot of teraflops in there, aren't they? Actually, it's 10 teraflops. Yeah. It is 10, which is on par with it's what al- we have it's, now. It's almost an Xbox. an Xbox Series X. Yeah. That's a lot of power. It, it's a, it, it is a PS5. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I didn't look. Is this the model that has like the huge display? I didn't look into I'm it too much. Sure. I, I will yeah. say, I do think it's funny that the new models are the Model X and the Model S. It's like coincidence. Subtle, very subtle, Elon. <laughs> the gamer car. It's gonna have RGB. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I mean, if cars can drive themselves, they might as well play video games too. Yeah. That's true. I mean, hey, I, look, I can imagine. So I used to drive Sarah to and from work, and sometimes I would be sitting in my car for like a half hour to an hour, waiting for her to get done. Mm-hmm. Man, I had like hookups for my car where like i would like connect to the internet on my laptop through my phone and i would have right. the charger in there so my my like i would leave the car running and my my charger would like keep my battery at least somewhat alive for my laptop dude i wouldn't need any of that shit just bluetooth nope. controller fucking let's go yep all i can think of is uh what is that will smith movie irobot mm-hmm. when he's sitting in the car and is driving itself and instead of like getting attacked by robots, you'd be playing The Witcher Three on your way to your destination. Right. I I just yeah. that's just way more entertaining to me. That's the tech utopia we're 
making our way towards. Also, another reason why I was listening to Andrew Yang the other day. But we're not gonna get, look. We're not getting into all that. All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stick to video games, right? This is stuff we were talking about off stream. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of, uh, we were talking about about stonks a lot this stream, right? We did talk about e- EA. Um, well, good news. There's a new Kotor game that doesn't have anything to do with EA or Bioware. Final. I say that's good news. I don't actually know if it's good news because we don't know who the developer is going to be. Yeah, as of yet, they haven't released that information, but there is a new KOTOR in the works, and I find that exciting because KOTOR is the fucking shit. KOTOR so, is awesome. just good. It's just so good. It is. The writing, the gameplay, yeah. everything about it is just crying. I do, I do want to say the gameplay, right? Because mm-hmm. that gameplay, the last game that really used it was Dragon Age Origins, right? Yeah. You know? Or like an XCOM, I guess you could say. But XCOM's even more turn basey than Yeah. Um Do you think that's kinda outdated at this point? Do you think people wanna yes. wanna have more movement and control? Yeah, I absolutely do. And actually how did you how was the combat in the old Republic? Because you played some of that, right? That's totally Yeah, but it's it's, it's 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 just a standard MMO is what it is. I, I Which is pretty similar to like normal normal Kotor, right? But I did, yeah, I did play, I did play uh, a lot of some of the MMO. Um, I will say that KOTOR, the MMO, surprisingly, it is, it's just wow, with a Star Wars flavor and a, and a much better story, right? Um, because there's an actual story. It's not <laughs> like there's voice acting in the whole nine. It's not just walls of text as you talk to some random orc in Orgrimmar. Um, but a lot of the functions when I played WoW when I was a kid and stuff like that are really similar. Um, they have, mm. they have taxis, right? And you can take these little taxis to go to other parts of the map that you or the world True. that you're on or whatever. Oh, excuse me. Um, it reminded me a lot of flying around Ogremar when I played as Horde or mm. going around as, I think it's Azeroth is the main city, um, for the humans and stuff like that. You can <clears throat> take, uh, take these different things to help you get around the city faster and whatnot. And Super similar. Um, it is way more exciting though, doing the story quests and stuff like that. Because of the voice acting, you get choices and stuff that you see in a normal Bioware game. Yeah. So that was cool, honestly. And then I was playing with my cousins, right? And so when you play with other people, if they haven't played through that storyline before, you you all get to make a choice and there's a dice roll in the background. And whoever mm. gets the highest dice roll then gets to say the say whatever their choice of the comment was. Which I just thought was that- cool. So, that makes co-op a lot more right, uh, engaging. Right. And so, and like they're way higher level than me. So we were just like burning through stuff or whatever. But it's still cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing as a Sith Juggernaut, which is like a two-handed swordsman, basically. Um, and it was, it was just interesting. You know, it was, it was a way, it was just put together really well at this point compared to when yeah. it released. I remember it got a lot of hate when it released. And I'm not a big MMO guy. I already stopped playing it. Like I played it for like a week. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. Like that's that's my MMO until New World right. comes out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> So yeah, the gameplay I would say from Kotor one and two is definitely outdated. Uh I... the older Republic is maybe just kind of a generic MMO style. So if the new Kotor is primarily a single player experience, mm-hmm. 
what style game would you want it to I, be? I guess I vaguely remember KOTOR being more Mass Effect style. Am I wrong in, in remembering that? What? I mean, I wouldn't compare no. it to Mass... You mean like Mass was, Effect 1? Yeah. Like, I don't... No. I don't remember it being like... Mass Effect 1 was definitely more action-y, whereas KOTOR was more like highlight your target, queue up your attacks. I, right. I, I guess I, I don't remember. It's been a very long time since I've played Nice. Yeah, so Mass, Mass Effect mm -hmm. 1, you, it, it did have some third-person third shooter aspect. Um, you could pause it, though, to then also queue up things, but you could also okay, yeah. run around. It was, it was Fallout-esque, right? Yeah. Where you could, you could do your little VATS type yeah. deal, right? But in Mass Effect, it was whatever your skills were. I guess uh, I just I don't. Okay, that is pretty similar. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Well, I I guess my main difference is is like you can still run and shoot, like you can't swing a sword without being targeted in Old Republic or in Dragon Age and stuff like that, right? You can't cast a right. spell without being You can't being just targeted. freely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but mass. Mass Effect, you can kind of like freely move in between your targets and stuff like that if you want. I I guess um, or, I, I think for me it would be kind of the combat style I would be looking for in it, because e even though Bioware has nothing to do with this, you know it's a it's a remake of a Bioware game, so you they they know they're redoing parts is of it? yeah they're redoing parts of the story though. Um, I thought they were doing a whole new Kotor game. It's it no it's it's it does Kotor say one. Yeah, it's hmm. as far as I'm aware, it's Kotor One being remade, but like they're redoing right. the story to make it fit more with the current canon. They're um, gonna redo pod racing. I don't know the current canon. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Uh, but yeah, so be. they're they're gonna change story elements, and I would hope for the gameplay it would be updated to be more in line with the combat from like Inquisition, Mass Effect Three even andromeda maybe with good face animations i don't know uh but like it, i i think there's nothing wrong with a lot of the like cody can even speak to this in mass effect andromeda the combat was really fun yeah that wasn't the problem with the game everything else was no. the problem with Graphic. the game but the combat was good yeah. um, combat was good graphics looked nice yeah. as long as they were like working right you know you didn't have the crazy this is my smiling face. What that meme is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, my face yeah. is tired. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Uh, as long as you don't have like shit like that, but the rest of it looked fine. Like I, I it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I, but the story wasn't great. I, I, given that it's not going to be bound to frostbite engine, I hope that they're doing something completely different. And I know it's not Bioware. So I know that whatever studio is doing, we just still don't know what studio it is. Um, I think Jason Schreier put out there that you'll never guess who it is. And I was like, Oh, so yeah, he did say yeah. that. So it's not Obsidian, unfortunately, because Obsidian did Kotor too. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, which would be fine. Be I think Avowed is. I think I just think Avowed is taking. Because that was my first thought too. I think I put it in the chat. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, your first choice is going to be Obsidian. Yeah. But they mm -hmm. don't have the resources to do it. In between Grounded and Avowed and whatever fuck else they're doing, like, I I doubt they have the ability. So. I do want to point out that this article that I found does state on IGN that there is a new KOTOR game in the works. Oh. And that there were previous reports of EA remaking uh, the old game. Okay. Okay. So it's KOTOR 3? 
KOTOR or side story, or it's just a reboot where it's going to replace the original. Yeah. Um, I would say if I had to pick a combat system, Dragon Age Four did that pretty well, right? Mm. More so than Mass Effect and stuff like that. I think I think the 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 big difference for me is, uh, Dragon Age Four, it deals with the close combat that you see similar to, uh, uh, Kotor. Right, because you mm-hmm. have swordsmen and stuff like that. You don't have that effect. You can charge people and stuff like that. You know, but there's no like, not that I remember. There's no like melee builds, right? Uh, Everybody has a gun. You can, but it all you know centers I mean? around the omni blade, and it would be like a psionics right. build and stuff. Right. Yeah. So, and I don't He's feel like a basically nerd. a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Space Jedi magic with a fucking little with a yeah. little fucking stabby thing that comes out of your wrist. Just, ah. Just a little tiny lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I don't know, dude. Um, I think I'd like to see, like, just cyberpunk. Cyberpunk style. I think that would suit Star Wars pretty well. So we can go into third person and see the nightmare fuel that that is? No, no, no. I want it all... Okay, let me preface it by saying that. First person. Give me first person Star Wars RPG. Give Mm. me me it. I would take that, but not for KOTOR. Yeah, give me a new Republic Commando. I'm there with you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that would be Commando. ideal. Yeah, Republic Commando. Or just I don't give me a I'm new bounty honest, hunter I, game. See, this is where we differ. This is where we differ. I know you like first person and Mountain Blade. I fucking hate it. So anything that is going to be <laughs> Jedi in first person, uh, I'm not going to be a fan. Melee, it's so yeah, satisfying to be in first player person and Mountain Blade with a lance. Oh, I'm sure it's cool to see, like when like when Justin beat that dude's head in with a rock, somehow. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That's such a good video, dude. I fucking love it. I know. Anyway, that's probably my most downloaded <laughs> comment on Reddit because I edited my field of view really big. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they have like it was limited to like 70. eighty or ninety, yeah, yeah. I think it was it was low. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm be honest. I normally play, but that's the speed, which is funny I mean, because I play good. I play on an ultra wide screen. You think I'd play bigger? 95. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of that, but I did like Republic Commando a lot. I liked being yeah. able to like yell out orders. And actually, you know what that game actually reminds me of? I just thought about this. Uh, Brothers in Arm, Hell's Highway. There's a there's a throwback ga- game. I don't know if both of y'all know that game. We had it for the Very Wii. Very similar. Okay, well, no, it's it, it was for the... Well, yeah, it would have been the Wii. 360, I played it on. It was terrible yeah. on uh, the Wii. Everything was terrible I'm sure it the was. Wii if it was Every not designed for, for the Wii. Right. Um, but it, it had very similar mechanics. It was World War II. It had good story. You ran around as a squad, and you could order them around in like different positions, different firing positions, cool. a lot like Republic Commando. Yep. So that's a series they should bring back. You know what I just thought of? Yeah, dude. So in addition to this, we also know, and I don't know if we talked about this, so forgive me if we talked about this last week, but we know that... Um, why can't I think of the the developers of the division? Why can't I think of the oh god, I can't think of the studio's name. I don't Ubisoft's the pub Massive. Massive. Is yes. That it? Thank you. So Massive Entertainment Nobody is working on an open Massive. world Star Wars game as well. So Ubisoft obviously has the background of Ghost Recon. Now you go back far enough in Ghost Recon, same thing. You could command your your squad it. to move around. Yeah. What if 
Now, this isn't happening, but what if what Massive was working on, published by Ubisoft, was a Republic Commando-style open-world game? That would be amazing. Yes. I am. Yes. I love the lines you're connecting, the dots you're connecting I'm connecting dots, and it's going to... It's not gonna happen, but what if it? It did? would be great. <laughs> I definitely, I think that's that could be one of the best things that they could uh, choose to make in the Star Wars universe. Actually, out of curiosity, for them. who who used to make SoCal? So, uh, I'm not sure because I think Ooh. that would probably be the best company to make. Those, yeah, I that. We could get I a don't really, think like, they exist game if they did it. I don't think they do either. All right, so but... here were the developers. Zipper Interactive. Gone. Slant 6 Games. Gone. <laughs> and Sounds like, uh... Uh, the other developer that's listed is the United States Navy, but I'm just going to go ahead and say there have been other military published video games that don't usually... They're not usually great they might have actually america's army was really good yes i don't know i I didn't like it's like a worse honestly (laughs) but it was also free that's true that's true it was also very toxic because it was free you had every 13 year old that thought being in the army was the greatest thing in the world well and then and then they actually get to the army and they go holy shit this sucks (laughs) this is the next four to six years of my life Oh shit! That's just from people I talk to. Part of the reason why I went Air Force. But anyways, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get beyond um, this because I, I yeah. have a question for y'all. Hit me. Bio Mutant finally came out with a release date, and if you're not familiar yeah. with Bio Mutant, it's it's that game where you're basically you can be a rodent and you get genetic upgrades. You're a cat. Okay. Oh, is it a cat? You're a cat. You're a looks like bio a rat, mutant. But you are, yeah, you're a bio mutant. So you can get upgrades. It, it kind of reminds me similar to like the surge, where you can kill people, you get the genetic upgrade, and then you can apply it. Whereas in the surge, you kill things, you can get their weapons and armor and stuff, and you can apply it to yourself. Um, right. My thing is, we haven't heard anything about this game in forever. And if really? anything, if any, Wasn't if any recent release date, the, yeah, the original. Re- the original release date was last year. I don't know. It was a while ago. My my thing about it is, it, it it's it's much like Cyberpunk. It had its like a reveal, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's super cool! Can't wait for it to come out and play it." And then it just like went dark, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in 2021, they go, "Ah, we're coming out in four months." Yeah. Red flags, anybody? I have some serious red flags, but I'm very concerned, especially because I am too. I, I feel like originally the game, I'm trying to find what the original release date was, but I, I feel like it was either. feels like it was announced 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was either like 2018 or 2019. Oh, no, it was promoted at Gamescom in, in 2018. So it was 2019, I think was the original release date. So it's been two years. Hmm. Yeah. Since it was supposed to be. It's been to. long enough. And I've seen that we've seen this play out so much recently, so many times. Cyberpunk being the most recent one, where it's just like, mm. yeah, mm. I, I won't get excited until I actually see reviews. 
I won't. Let I don't play. think them. I want to see some actual gameplay. We thought right. we saw I actual them gameplay putting of out... Cyberpunk. Well, that's true, but I we haven't even seen we haven't even seen fake gameplay. We have a trailer, like that's it. So I don't know. I'm yeah, Wait, sorry, I, Justin. I, we didn't we didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying? Yeah. I don't think them putting out the release date is really a red flag for me because it's like they were surely under no pressure to announce a release date because they haven't fucking said anything forever. Or, or, so they must feel confident that they're going to be able to release it. Or the opposite. They finally got pushed that game. Yeah, who's the publisher? <laughs> Could be. It, yeah. Not EA. It's THQ. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they don't. They don't, that doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence because they kind of botched the Kingdom of Amber record. Master, they're very fifty-fifty for me right now. It's not like the good old days of THQ. Yeah, dude. THQ Nordic is no THQ. You yeah, know, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird uh, to me because I still think of, I, I I was like, it's THQ, and I was like, oh yeah. In my head, I'm like, wait, didn't THQ cease to exist? Oh yeah, it's THQ Nordic now, because yeah. it used to be yeah. just Nordic Games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just kind of. Is it THQ Nordic the one that came out with the Dawn of War three? No. Mm. Maybe was it? Was that published? Was that by THQ. I think it's owned by THQ. Published I the think. old Dawn of War games. Sega is the publisher for Dawn of War. Sega is the publisher, so it was. Um, it? Yeah, the developer is Relic. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah the developer. Well, I don't even think it's Relic anymore. I think Relic's gone. Oh, it's Relic. No, it, is it? Rel- Relic developed on War yeah, 3. It was okay. it was Relic that fucked it up. They they didn't do all of the expansions for Dawn of War and Dawn of War 2 cuz Iron Lord did some of them. Uh, mm-hmm. but they did the base games Dawn of War, Dawn of War 2 and Dawn of War 3 and then they were like, "Yeah, there will be no expansions for Dawn of War 3 because we're terrible at this." Yeah. You know what doesn't give me a whole much. ton of confidence? They're doing the next Age of Empires game. I know, dude. I was excited about that, and then like, Dawn of War three was so bad. If you put, if I'm Uh... alert to Relic Entertainment, if you put hero units in Age of Empires and make it a fucking MOBA, you it's gonna happen. Don't. No, 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 no. I we need it. Tim, we, there has Tim. to be a classic RTS that gets published eventually. Tim. Oh, I was. I, you know what? You're right. An RTS. Hmm. I think the closest thing I've played to that recently is Spellforce. If I'm being told, and that's not even a full blown classic RTS. It has a. It's like it a. a it's, it's. No, I'm not even. I'm talking about like the campaign. Right, is a mixture of your. CRPG, I think it's CRPG, like Baldur's Gate and stuff classic, like that. Yeah, right. It's a mixture of that and your RTS, your classic. Oh, RTS they they do that building. all the time in RTS games. Like if you've ever played the campaign for uh, Age of Mythology, same thing. Uh, not not in decades. Yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> the same thing. Like that that that's not a like thing. I mean, Warcraft is an RTS, but it has the campaign that is that. Yeah, but I I you'll have to see. I'm when I say it's different, it's definitely it's uh, there's a clear difference, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you get to it. It's not like because I remember Warcraft three a lot more uh, memorable for me, right? It wasn't like you get to an area, there's a cutscene, you start building a base. It's like you can travel to different cities with just your party, 
and whatnot. And then as you continue on in the story, you'll get to certain parts of the story where it's like, oh, we have to build up an army and kick some ass. And then you start building a base and you kind of go from there. And then it reverts back to the CRPG. So it's almost like the RTS portion is like an add-on. But the cool thing about the RTS portion is that it's multiplayer. So you can invite somebody into it and they can manage the base stuff, right? While you go around with your party and kill shit. And it's really cool. I did it with my cousin, Justin, uh, for the first few rounds of that, like going through the story and stuff. It's a good time. Nice. Spellforce is a good Pretty game. Neat. Has a lot of, lot of content. Got like three expansions. So, did you guys uh, CG four is coming back? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, don't... <laughs> I mean, G four, it was the worst version of the tech show. Right. You know, it started out like ZDTV, and then it was like tech TV, right? And it became G four, which became cops reruns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it did. I forgot about that. I do think it's. Yeah. It, I think uh, they picked a good time to bring it back, though, because I was like, I, I kind of same thing with Cody. I'm kind of anxious about it because I'm like, I remember how G four went the first time. There was gaming content. There was the tech show, and then, like you said, Justin, it was cops reruns mostly. Um, but think about where esports are now espn hosts a lot of esports and stuff well it would make way more sense to put it on something that is tech and gaming focused right in g4 um absolutely think about twitch i mean what if instead of signing to youtube or twitch what if a now not necessarily doc or ninja but someone, a big streamer of that ilk, were to sign with G4 and just do it on television. See, I would have more faith in that idea if they weren't bringing back people from 30. Like, it What's literally seemed 30 years ago. I'm 30? Because it just seems like. Wait a minute. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a you know person I mean. from 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> You get what Fair I'm saying. Yeah. Like it more it feels like more they're just trying to revive their old stuff instead of move forward with new stuff. Right? Well that's 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 the know. feeling I'm getting. Right? You you should watch the video. Uh like they, they put out a couple of things. Um like they had uh Adam Sessler and uh this YouTuber, I forget his name, um discussing video game shit and uh all right, I just love Adam Sessler, okay? I can tell. So if he does anything... Because you were, like, I'm just discussing video game shit, and I'm like, what we're doing right now? <laughs> like, right, <laughs> right. We're not, we're not 30-year-old relics, oh, though, right? So this is what people do, so... Have you seen the picture? Did you know when Adam... He's very bald. Well, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> he's always been bald. Um, <laughs> but, like, he grew out his beard, and it... Uh, it yeah, it, he looks like Ahab. I haven't seen a picture of Adam Sessler in a very long time, so I am not used to the beard. Uh, I don't yeah. dislike hey, it. It just was shocking because I was like, that's not what Adam Sessler looks like. All right, it is now. Okay. Absolutely understandable. Hey, real quick, guys. We got a comment on Facebook from Alex Nadalia. I don't know if you guys know hey, who Hey, what's up, Alex? Okay. All right. I didn't know if you remembered. He said, hey, guys, love the videos and live streams. Keep them coming. We don't get comments very often, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you, Alex. We appreciate it, and thanks for sharing the stream. Um, 
Yeah, man. I don't know. And I don't know. I just wish they would have, because uh, I like Tim's idea. That would be a great idea, right? With the evolution of esports and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially if you got a Pokemon MOBA coming out. You know what I mean? Like that's going to generate some views and stuff like that. Like knowing what we um, know about Pokemon, what we talked about earlier about Pokemon, we might be yeah. like, it sounds <laughs> terrible. People are going to play the fuck out of that game. Yeah. yeah. Anything Pokemon has the potential to just blow up. Which is why they keep making shit. They don't. They put low effort into it, and they're like, hopefully it just blows up. It does. Anyway. It's like me buying a goddamn penny stock. Hey, I'll throw ten dollars at it, and let's just see what happens. Ride or die, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's Pokemon. Th- that's basically what it is. That's the equivalent, right? So I, I, I don't know. I'm still gonna continue to pound the table for a fucking Hearthstone Pokemon game on my phone until it happens. I, I just don't. Un- I, I'm not getting into it again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no uh, for the Pokemon. I know, right? I know. I go. I, it's almost becoming a weekly thing at this point. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because I'm almost 30 and I'm yelling about Pokemon cards, digital Pokemon cards at that. <laughs> Not even yeah. the ones that I can make five hundred thousand dollars off. Tony's just gonna start of. opening packs on stream. I'm not. That's I don't dream. have the money. Our like Finn Pixels uh, is gonna become our life card packs. <laughs> <laughs> we could start every stream with opening up a card pack, and depending on what we get, we'd have different rewards for the stream stream viewers. Ooh, yep. Sounds like a uh, terrible idea. Yeah, let's open up that Patreon. It would, it would be a terrible idea. We'd need a Patreon <laughs> to buy the fucking packs. You're not wrong. Yep. <laughs> Did you guys see how so, much yeah. one of those boxes sold for? I don't look at that stuff because I'm a like... box. No, this just showed up on feed. I don't go looking for this, right? It showed up in my Facebook feed. A box of Gen One original Pokemon cards, like that box that you used to go just grab a pack of out of out of at Target. Mm-hmm. One mm. box sold for like four hundred or five hundred thousand dollars. Some shit like ridiculous. that. And the worst part about that is, right? You gotta think that's almost like the Family Guy meme, and it's like, yeah, that's a boat, but who knows what's in the box? Because you don't know yeah. what the fuck's in the box. Bro, like I, it's you can get all the shitty. I remember it's literally all of the cards I had from when I was a kid. Oh, I gave man. them to my cousin Grant. Right. Because I was just like, I don't play Pokemon. You like Pokemon. You're like 10. Here, take them. Right. I think that's what a lot of people have done. I was, I gave away money. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You did. Regret. You did. I didn't have a ton of But rares, yeah, I just. I had like a foil Eevee and I had like a few other foils and stuff. I oh, just, yeah. I just. It, it's, it's, that's such high level loot boxing that I can't even understand it, right? It's interesting because, like, if you look at it, I mean, trading cards are kind of phasing out almost. Like, Magic the Gathering is pushing more for, uh, you know, digital. Um, so maybe we'll get to the point where they don't even produce physical cards anymore. Yeah, no. Imagine the value then. Uh, no, fuck them. Well, you're right about the value. But fuck them because you know what they're going to do then? If they push it all digital... They're going to charge you the same amount they charged you for the fucking normal packs, the hard, like the in-hand pack, except it's going to be digital. So all they're doing is making money off of all the cards they don't have to and make And then they'll anymore. get shut down because it's get loot Get fucked, boxes. Magic. Get fucked, Pokemon. They'll just get, they'll get <laughs> shut down because it's loot boxes at that point. It's it a, is. Like, I've talked oh, about man. how they're analogous, and then it's right. like literally, if you digitize Pokemon, it is a loot box. A card pack is a loot box. You're just doing the same thing as EA. 
I mean, which is being shut down you, in Europe. You can buy the digital cards already. So I don't know. It's a thing yeah, already. That's true. It's just not on Cody's they phone, can... so he's mad about it. <laughs> I am mad about it. It's on my computer. It's okay. Like it's okay. It's not. It doesn't run very well. Which is like, how the fuck does this run well? You got all the money, ninety billion dollars, and you can't make a fucking trading card game digital. The hell. I think Magic just announced a beta for their uh, app phone versions of that's MTGA. A, that's another one. I I I feel like Magic's always kind of been like the little brother to like, or like maybe the almost more adult version of card games, right? right? Yeah, but it's yeah. always I always feel like it's kind of been on the back burner because of that, mm-hmm. yeah. compared to like Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon and those kind of things, right? Because that appeals to little kids. Yeah, it's and felt shit. that way. Yeah. Um. So I'm surprised Magic didn't make the jump sooner to digital, right? Like, because I played a little bit of Magic when I was younger, and I would have mm-hmm. been I would have been way, all about playing Magic on my phone like five years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh yeah, this would be great. Now's the time, dude. That was a great time to get in. I if they go digital, yeah, and they have an they actual have. app that there, works there fine. Is, it's it's there. No, that well, works like, okay. Um, I haven't tried the that. gathering. Yeah. Was they had a phone version of for a long time. There's it, also um an online exclusive version. I think it's still running, just called uh Magic: The Gathering Online, which is different. Right. Actually, I think speaking, that was one of those weird things where you could like send your. You'd send your physical cards mm. back to Magic for them to put the cards in your account. Oh, no, fuck that. Which is some crazy What shit. happens if they get lost in the mail? Speaking of Magic cards, that. speaking of Magic cards, guess how much a Dark Lotus card sold for recently? Too much. $5 billion? $511,000. Yeah, dude. As much That's as the entire Gen 1 Pokemon card box. I saw that dude, today. I saw that today. I was like, whole... what the fuck? There's a whole Reddit just called MTG Finance. Oh, just my God. Where people, it's like Wall Street bets, but it's like, what packs should I buy and like not open right. because they will raise in value over time? Insane. Fascinating. You should open none of them because that's the max value. It really is. Well, unless you get a Dark Lotus card, but I think that's the rarest card in the game. The right. Tim's it's like if you die. have that one card, that's going to be worth Lotus more than the possibility of the card. <laughs> Is it Dark oh Lotus? Am I am I saying the right Dark thing, Lotus, Justin? Yeah. yeah, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just... uh, a lot of money that I don't have. Yeah, I wish yeah. I had. I wish I could have turned fifty thousand dollars into fifteen million, but I'm just not that smart. Hey, I don't have fifty thousand dollars. There's a lot of things working against the common man. That's true. I don't. That was that dude's life savings though. So that was like the ballsiest. That's like the biggest fucking balls move ever, right? Yeah. He's he's got a wheelbarrow. To carry his balls and his money bags. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. He's uh, the patron saint of Wall Street bets now. He, he is. I wonder um, if that's him. If that's a picture of him on Wall Street in bets. That picture. Yeah, that little yeah. that blonde dude, hair slick yeah, back. It is now. I know, right? <laughs> Should be. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, all right, boys. Do we have any closing thoughts? Hmm. Sea of Thieves just started their new seasonal Ooh, yeah. model. Sorry. Where they they've added a you know, battle pass style thing to the game in addition to their live updates and new forms of content. Uh, So me and the boys got together and started doing that. And other than the fact that the servers were overloaded and we didn't see our progression for like the first hour, it was really cool. There's a whole new voyage where there's like a merchant ship that sank and you've got to like go find clues to like track it down and try to get the ship back from it. 
Um, so that was cool. But then the actual progression system is really neat because there's just like, you get progression for doing like everything. Whatever you do, you're going to get progression for it. So it used to be in the game, you would log on, do like five voyages, stack all your treasure on your ship, go to turn in, get sunk, lose everything, log off and cry because you couldn't handle it. Now when that happens, you'll at least be making some progress. So I think it's a really good update for people who maybe tried the game and were put off by how bad it felt when your, sink, when your uh, ship sank. Um, so if anybody's been maybe thinking about getting into it, now's a great time. All right, Justin, you convinced me. Yes. I'm, down, yes. I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> Cody? Uh, also, Tim. Tim, I found the game I was talking about that you should play with your son. Huh. It's called Trailmakers. I feel like I've it's on I've Game Pass. At, I feel like I've looked at that one. I just saw it as I was looking for Sea of Thieves. Um, <laughs> That's why when Justin was talking, I went, because oh, I found it. Nice. It's on the PC. Uh, any other closing? My other uh, closing thought is, um, pay attention to the stock stuff because it's important. It yeah, really it's is. Big. It's a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Also, we're going to try and play the medium this week so we can talk about it next week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got like an hour in today. Yeah. It seems really cool. Uh, I got one really wicked jump scare. Uh, I'm excited to play more. But I will say, pretty nasty FPS drops when it splits. Are you Ooh. recording any of it so we can do a video review? I definitely have taken a couple clips Sweet. and I can take more with that yeah, in mind. Let's do that. Let's do um, it. I like to do it, do it. My closing thought is something that I intentionally didn't open the show with because I didn't want to cry. Um, but this week, um, a member of the Twitch community that I've been a part of for a very long time, and he was one of the first viewers we had in our life in Pixels. Um, he's actually somebody that I talked to a few times about coming on to the podcast, and we never really made it happen. Um, my friend Matt, valid point. Um, he uh passed away this week, so it's kind of um hit home for me. And tomorrow, um, my friend Adam, uh, twitch.tv slash Adam Fellow will be doing a uh, a fundraising stream for Valid's family, um, to help pay for the funeral expenses. So uh, I'm gonna be popping over there to kind of spend some time with them tomorrow. I probably won't be streaming tomorrow because I'll be hanging out with the kids and watching out for my son who just had surgery yesterday. Um, Valid passed away on Wednesday and then Logan had surgery Thursday. It's been kind of a heavy week in my house. Um, but, um, but yeah, so my condolences go out to Valid's fiance. Uh, she actually put it on social media, which is how a lot of us found out. Um, I hadn't talked to him for a while and it just kind of reinforces the fact that, I mean, make sure you tell the people you care about, you care about them while you have time. Um, yeah, that's my closing thought is uh, rest in peace valid. And that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason I didn't open the podcast with it. We're closing it with it. <laughs> But yeah, so. Sure. 
And uh, I assume we'll be able to just uh, shoot out some links for that tomorrow yep. on our uh, Twitter. Yep, I'll we... be putting we'll the, the link out tomorrow when, when Adam goes live. I'll be putting it on Twitter. I'll be putting it in the Discord. I'll put it on the Facebook page as well. Um, Do we want to just host it? Yeah, uh, we'll host it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah when he idea. goes yeah. live, we'll, we'll host it on here, too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> That's all I got. Alrighty then. Goodbye, recording. Goodbye, everybody.